What's the name of our goddamn podcast? Practical Thoughts. Practical Thoughts. Practical Thoughts. Welcome to the goddamn show. I begin. 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 I began thinking where I started from Guess I'm kind of in the same place, huh? Stuck in a race with the press dots Might need a padlock Keep the demons out when the sun go down Bumping hard bass in my room Checking on the phone if my ex ran out Hurting myself with a social app Fuck it, I'm addicted How now. about that? Yeah Ooh, you excited, bro? Yeah, I've been watching scary movies like every night Dude, me too You know what movie I just watched? We just watched For what? 30 Days a Night That's the vampire one, right? Yeah Yeah, that's a good that was one That a badass movie it, I didn't realize that it had a kind of a shitty ending. Yeah, it's the dumbest ending. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert. Let's talk like, about that it right is now. like a badass movie all the way through, and that ending is just kind of like. I didn't understand it either. Like, you could just be in a dark room with her for the rest of your life. Like, or, why and then at the at the end, they didn't even have. He didn't even have to go save her. <laughs> like, no, he didn't. Yeah, like, no, I agree. <laughs> like, it's really stupid. He didn't have to save her. It was really a movie of them to do. <laughs> That's the best way I can explain it. Um, you know, I actually just watched the uh, original Evil Dead, uh-huh. the the 1980s version. Yeah, with Ash from uh, Ashdale versus Evil. Really good movie, but like, man, when you watch it with everything we're spoiled with today, it's such a, a terrible movie. Like in terms, oh of yeah, going special back effects. and watching those movies, dude. Yeah, yeah no, it's not the same. For its time, beautiful. Yeah, like I I went back and watched Alien. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. Like everyone's like, "Oh, that's a fucking masterpiece, bro!" I went to go watch. it. I was like, "This is shit." <laughs> <laughs> what the special effects? At? Who, what was the budget? <laughs> what, yeah. what was the budget on this? Um, welcome to episode five of Practical Thoughts. I am your host Joe Guerrero. And my co-host right here is C Bass. Um, this week we are going to be touching on a whole bunch of things. We got plenty. We got the debate. We got Kanye on Joe Rogan. We got 50 going wild. You mean 20? 20, oh, my bad. 20 cent? We got 20 <laughs> cents. We got to touch on Oxycontin. Uh, Purdue finally having to pay something up, even though it might not be enough. I don't think it's enough either. Yeah. yeah um, and then we're going to touch on um, your uh, good old pal, Reason, today. <laughs> So let's get right into it, guys. We're going to touch on that album, dude. That album was... Did you listen to the album? Nah. You didn't listen to the album. Wow. I'm sorry. You're I, really that hurt. <laughs> wow, what a dick. I know. I said I was, too. You I'm literally so told me you're going to go listen to the I album. Know, you're I like, forgot. all right, bro, I'll just, listen to it. It just never came around. You That's know, fucked I was just up. busy. I just didn't have the time to... That's fucked up, man. I'm sorry. All right. Well, let's. But if fu- you liked it, I want to talk about that. Huh? If you liked it, though, I want to talk about that. If I liked it, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about and it. And I want to know why you liked it. I and I will tell you that. I, I will tell you exactly. I don't why really I liked want it. to know why. I just like <laughs> why. <laughs> well, let's jump right into it. We didn't get to watch the whole entire thing granted it came out about an hour and a half yeah. and now it maybe has been two hours ago that it it's about out. been about two hours now the thing, whole thing's three hours long kanye yeah. and joe rogan right the whole thing's fucking three hours long um it is i haven't seen i don't think kanye's put out a three-hour interview like that i think he's he's had like those apple 
interviews. Yeah. With like Zane Lowe. But Zane Lowe isn't fucking Joe Rogan either, though. So, like, the problem is with Kanye is that he you don't really interview him. He more just interviews himself. And <laughs> the guy who's supposed to be conducting the interview just kind of lets him go on without questioning him. Like, I know the last time someone questioned him, it was Sway. Mm-hmm. And then that, we all he know that. He just on him. You don't have the answer, Sway. Like, <laughs> it got really, really awkward fast. <laughs> I don't, they're friends anymore. I, I don't, well, maybe they are now because he's all Jesus-y. You know, he's all about forgiving and love. Yeah. So they might be cool now, uh-huh. but that's the last time you ever saw Kanye really get questioned on a podcast. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about what you saw so far from it? Kanye's not that crazy, bro. Oh, really? He's not that crazy. I, 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 so when I, so I knew it was going to be an interesting conversation when you came in. You're like, yeah, bro, he just, he just sounds, sounds crazy to me. Sorry, I don't mean to give away what you're thinking. But. Yeah, just ruin my whole thing. <laughs> I feel like we're like skipping Shannon. You're just like, I don't know what you're gonna say. This one's gonna say, guys. Don't worry about it. But Kanye's not that crazy. I, granted, you have to under kind of understand why he's saying some of the things he says, and he doesn't speak in facts at all. At all, he just wrote pure emotions. Not a lot of research done behind he, it. He he, not at all. Because he said some things in there. It's like, like even Joe Rogan was like, what do you mean about that? And well, because, what, what do you, yeah. And he quite, like, he brought up um, Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee. God, you're taking all my points. Oh, my bad, bro. It's okay. He brought up Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee and said they had gotten killed murdered. or murdered. He yeah. said they got murdered. And Joe Rogan was like, murdered. no, you they mean, didn't get murdered. Or he didn't say, he goes, is that what you think that he happened? Said, he said there's a conspiracy of them getting murdered. Yeah. Or do you believe the conspiracy? Yeah. And like Kanye completely dismissed it. He was like, yeah, he was but just yeah, there, like, but, you know, I just think about that every time because they died from, what was it? Bruce Lee died because he got the wrong medication. Something like reaction, that. Reaction, bad reaction. And then him. Brandon Lee died because somebody put a bullet in the, in the, on the play, like of the, it was a real bullet instead of a fake bullet. Oh, I didn't know about that. It was something like that. So that that's the story I've heard. Imagine that. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, he's a really good actor. Yeah. So, so he doesn't, he doesn't always, you have to understand that he doesn't always speak in facts. facts. He doesn't always know his facts, but. But something that really it, bothered it, me though is when he was talking about how the hospital wanted him to take, take down the picture. Uh, he was like, yeah, you know, they were just trying to like, they were trying to control me. They just didn't want me to do what I wanted to do. And then Joker was like, oh, well, why do they want you to take down the picture? He's like. Well, it had an address in it, and they just didn't want to deal with it, you know. But I don't want to get into that. I don't want to. That's the, the effect, the domino effect. I don't want to. You know, the point is, and I was like, no, that's like a really. Yeah. If I was the hospital too, I wouldn't want a thousand cameras in front of my hospital. Like, I'm trying mm. to help people rehabilitate, not yeah. you know, famous. My my thing with him though is, he's a fu- he's an artist. He is an artist to like the highest fucking degree, mm-hmm. and I think that's where the misunderstanding comes in, right? Because he is an artist trying to manifest his ideas in this real world, where some of his ideas are just... Not realistic? They, some of them, you know, they probably aren't realistic. But by the earth. Some of them are probably realistic, but it's just going to take a, like a, a different level of um, work ethic or, um, you know... All hands on board. You need more people, more you know, more resources to be be able to make some of these things that he's he's he has these ideas for, right? Um, but he's an artist to the fucking maximum degree. If you listen 
to him as he rants and he talks, all he fucking makes references to is art. He makes references to movies. He makes references to innovators, innovators who were very creative, right? He's not talking in the, in, he's not always in the world of facts. He's in the world of ideas and creativity, right? So in that sense, he's not so crazy. It's just an artist speaking about his ideas. And he has this explosion of ideas all the time. And he's there trying to tell you this. And you're there like, well, that's not really possible. But he thinks it's possible, right? That's what an artist is supposed to think. Artists are supposed to think, I can make this shit happen. And it, it also, on top of him having these ideas, he has a buttload of resources and connections where he believes he can make most of this shit happen. Right? Some of these artists don't have that kind of those kind of resources that he has and that kind of networking he has, but he does. So he believes even more at that. So I think that's where, you know, that's why I say Kanye's not that crazy, man. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be uh, uh, if you're gonna be running for president, <laughs> you just can't you can't be having this. You know, you have to be inside of your you can get out of your head sometimes. And he's so inside of his head that it, it looks the way it looked. And I don't have anything wrong with innovations and creativity, having ideas. That's great. I support that 100% if you're an artist, if you're a maker of music, if you're a creator of anything. I agree with that 100%. But it it just it sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine him getting in front of like uh getting in front of a thousand people in the White House. Like let's say he was president. Mm-hmm. And if he was saying these things, I I don't think Russia would really listen to us anymore because we just sound crazy you know i don't think china would really agree with us because we sound too far-fetched it's great to have ideas i think he should maybe work with the office at first maybe work with elon musk a little bit you know get some innovations going on there see what you can do because he is friends with elon like they always take pictures together start off there even joe rogan made the 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 suggestion you should maybe maybe be the governor of california first you know reagan did it and Mm -hmm. then he became the president Mm -hmm. take steps He's going from nothing to president. Well, that's because he saw Donald Trump do it. And he felt so inspired by it. He, that's how he said. He just said that if he can do it, anybody can do it. And then he was like, there's a calling from God. So God is really where he got his inspiration from to do all of these crazy things that he's doing. And I would be for it. I would, I would actually be okay with him running for president if he had a chance. Because at this point of the presidency, there's no way he wins. Even if somehow he flipped everybody to believe in him. Vote has been gone for too long. The polls are already in. There's no chance of him winning. Not even close. Why is he still trying? It's just a publicity stunt. It has to be. There's no way it's anything more than that at this point. I really think he believes he could win. And you don't think that's a little crazy? Um, Maybe to an extent, but... It's also what's propelled him to where he is. To do what, though? What's his, what's his end goal? Because it's not going to be the president. No, He's- I don't think he'll end up being president. Even if he runs in another election, I don't, I, I, I don't see him gaining enough momentum to be president. And it's like, why did he wait this long to do it, too? But it, the, the same things that we criticize him for are the same things that have propelled him to the position that he is in. And to the level of success that he has made. 
and the level of wealth he's obtained. Right? There's two sides to the coin here. Um, and I think you like, I think you personally focus on the negative side of it, side of it as far as like, oh, these Twitter rants, oh, he's running for president when it's not even possible for him to win. But I see it as, well, the flip side of it is he's been able to do a lot of things and make something out of his life. And, you know, he's been able to um, innovate and be what he has. He's been able to manifest his ideas and his dreams and his goals. And I think that's something to aspire for you know that's something that's something really cool to look at and say hey that's kind of that's kind of inspirational on on us on a level um what's the the president nominee's name that was going for uh for democrats he had the uh he had the implement he wanted the universal basic income what was his name Andrew Yang, how could you forget Andrew I, I, Yang? I mean Yang, I just I wanted to say Yang, Mike. Yang, bro. Yeah, okay. No, nah, bro. So Andrew Yang was going for presidency because mm-hmm. I, I I think he knew he probably wasn't going to win, but he had a lot of good ideas mm-hmm. that were pretty reasonable that he wanted to just put out there. I think that's the reason why he ran. He was nowhere near it in the polls, so I can't see anything else. I think that's what Connie's trying to do. He knows damn well there's no way he's going to win. He knows there, maybe next election he can try again with the same ideas now that people can sit on it for four years, but there's no way he does. I think right now he just, he thinks that everybody else thinks that he's a little crazy. So right now, while he has the spotlight on him, which right now is a pretty big time to have it on yourself for presidency, he's going to try his best to get out as many ideas as he can to the major audience listening. Mm-hmm. we were listening to the podcast a second ago from Joe Rogan. It was only out for the first hour it was out. It had almost 400,000 views already. That's just in one hour. Yeah. He's probably going to hit a million within the first three hours at least. Oh yeah. That, that would be a highly viewed podcast. Yeah. This could be like a 10 million plus yeah. video easily. This is going to be bigger than probably in his This will be one of Joe Rogan's biggest ones, I believe. Yeah, this will be better than like Alex Jones, in my opinion. I think it's going to be bigger than that. Oh, yeah? You think so? Yeah, people have been waiting for this Kanye interview for, I think, like over a year. Yeah, it's he, been... It's been this one and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Those uh, are two interviews that they've been waiting for Dave Joe Rogan Chappelle to do. is a different story, though. Dave Chappelle's like, oh, that's going to be entertaining. It's going to be fun. This one's like, this is going to be informative, and we're going to learn things we've never learned about him because we both said it. Joe Rogan isn't the average... Uh, interview. Uh, interviewer. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to listen to the rest of this, but just from the beginning to the end, he's not, I don't think he has the wits to do presidency ever. He, again, you need to be a really educated person to get through this. He <laughs> didn't mention Oprah also. <laughs> Oprah was talking about the internal, uh, getting his, what was it called? His affairs from overseas. Oh, start um, working on your foreign policy. Basically. Foreign policy. Yeah. And Kanye couldn't say a word about it when he was talking to Joe Rogan. He kind of like brushed it over. And he asked him too, what did she tell you? Yeah. But again, he doesn't live in a world of facts all the time. Right? So in that sense, yeah, no, he wouldn't be a good president. He's not getting my vote. <laughs> I'm telling okay, you, thank I'll you. tell you just... that. Kanye is not getting my vote. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go and vote for Kanye. I'm not going to tell anybody on this podcast, go vote for Kanye. No, I don't think you should vote for Kanye. But what I'm saying is, you know, you can look at it as, oh, he's being dumb or he's being crazy 
or you can look at it as, damn, this guy is chasing things and doing things outside the box all the time and he's achieving. Why can't I do that shit? I take it more as a motivation kind of thing than a, you know, trying to tear somebody down in a way. Again, right place, wrong time. It's just not the time to do it right now in America. It is, we just have too much going on. I, it's taking away votes from, from uh, Biden, in my opinion. Because who else is going to vote for Kanye besides Democrats? Yeah. I don't see Republicans voting for him. So, okay. So you believe that if you wouldn't, would you still say Kanye is crazy if he wasn't running for president at this moment in time? No. No, I don't, I don't not think, at all. Not, uh, he, some of the things he says probably still sound a little crazy just in general, but I would look at it a lot differently if he wasn't doing this in the perspective of being the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. That's a really big deal. I think everyone's kind of casual about it now because Donald Trump's president, and now we're seeing Connie trying to go for it, so everyone's just like, oh, pfft. Anybody can really do it, you know? <laughs> no, it, it shouldn't be that easy. It should never be this easy to get on the ballot. I really think you should hit criterias. I also think there should be an age limit on being president, but we'll get to that later. An I age really, limit, like how, how old you you can be? I think how young you are also. Well, there is. You could. You know, have, I think uh, they should make it younger, though. They should make it younger. Yeah, because I think it would be 35. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should, they should make it younger. How young? I, I'm not too sure. I, I was I was listening to someone else talk about this, and they were making really good points. Uh, maybe 26, 27 wouldn't be a bad age, you know? Why? Because I feel like you need to start having a different perspective from a younger group possibly as well too. There's so many older people who are trying to get progressive at a later time. It's, it's, you're catching up. Mm-hmm. What if you're already ahead of the curb? I mm-hmm. think we need that as well too. Mm-hmm. But that's a different point we can get to later. I really want to talk about this Kanye thing. Okay. If he wasn't going for president, I would listen to him a lot more. But because everything he's saying is in the perspective of trying to be a president it's hard to look at it in a different point of view mm-hmm. i i really wish he did this differently and he mm-hmm. would have waited mm-hmm. at least the next next four years why not wait till the next election when you can maybe campaign for a little bit better let make some commercials out actually make it sound like it's realistic he's doing it so mm-hmm. last second and it's kind of sloppy from what it's been so far like he hasn't mm-hmm. really been doing anything that the president's uh possible presidents have been doing i he's not He's not in debates. He's not debating with Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump. I just I don't get it. Mm-hmm. It has to be just to use his platform for when he's big right now. Because mm-hmm. again, he's not going to win. There's no way he wins. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have done so later in time. It's, okay. it's too well, sensitive of a time right now. Okay, so you've told me two different things. You believe, I've heard that you believe it's a publicity stunt and then you believe that it's uh, to get his ideas out. Mm-hmm. You think it's one or the other, or you think it's... I think it's both. You think it's both? Yeah, I think it's definitely both. He has a lot of ideas, but maybe he's going to drop something soon also. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of motives for why you can maybe try to get big in this, in this moment right now. Everybody in America is looking at this. Everybody's watching Donald Trump. Everybody's looking at uh, Biden. Everybody's on Twitter watching them. Everybody's like in, the, in this circle right now. This is the hottest topic of all time, you know, we're gonna find out next month who the president is gonna be. I don't know, man. I think I think it's very interesting some of the points he brings up, though. I don't know something talking about us being programmed, mm-hmm. right? And keeps on talking about we're programmed in a certain way, programmed um, for somebody who hasn't really sat and thought about those kinds of things. Like, I can understand how it can be like, bro, what are you talking about? Programmed, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Or some people might be like, yeah, Matrix, you know. 
<laughs> I wasn't thinking Matrix, but now that you brought it up, Matrix. 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 Um, well, I think he uses program, but I think what he ref- what he refers to is, you know, I know me and you had a conversation earlier this week. I was talking about how we don't realize some of the things we learn until later on in life. Mm-hmm. And we kind of have time to reflect mm-hmm. and we're getting told, you know, somebody's pointing it out to us and we reflect on it. And we don't realize that we have certain ways of thinking and our culture, you know, our culture is so ingrained in us. And so he's talking about being programmed. I'm the, when he says that I hear he's referring to our culture being so ingrained in us that it holds us back from doing things outside of the norm, mm-hmm. you know? So, I think that's that that is so interesting, and it's not the first time that he's said something like that. Mm-hmm. He's said things like that over and over throughout the years. I'm glad he's saying it the way he's saying it now, though, because he's definitely said some crazy things before. Like I, when I heard that with you right now too, he's talking about how they're still enslaved mm-hmm. in their own ways. I'm glad he's talking about it like this now. This is a really good way of putting it, and I, I agree with him on that too. And the way he was explaining that. I don't think everything he says is crazy, like I said before. Mm-hmm. It's just when he starts going on about these crazy rants about why he should be president that I'm just like, you got to chill out. But now that he's on Joe Rogan, <laughs> I definitely think he should use his platform to talk about these things that matter. Like that, Black Lives Matters going on, uh, Masters for a lot of people who are in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how, like, he used the word rape. They're getting raped in their yeah. contracts. Well, he, kept, he, kept, he, he said it's a term that's commonly used around the industry i haven't heard it i mean i'm not in the industry yeah i mean but i mean i listen to people in the industry the term that we're referring to is kanye's was talking about how people the music industry rapes artists that's Mm -hmm. that's the term that he kept on referring to in the interview Mm -hmm. um i think even joe rogan was like like he kind of like butted his head a little bit like what are you like yeah and Kanye was like I'm not making this up like it's not my term that I've made up Mm -hmm. you know it's a term that's used around which is uh, interesting Kanye felt like he needed to like that's why I love that Joe Rogan's doing this this interview because like it makes Kanye like okay well I'm like I need to really actually kind of watch out and make sure that I'm correct on the things I'm saying Uh, I I don't think he's I don't think he's sitting there trying to you know think because he said a lot of things that were not like I said, in fact, mm-hmm. like he didn't have his facts necessarily all straight. But that was from his own personal. Yeah. It's just, I think he's, Joe Rogan also made him feel very comfortable, right? He's, that's why he's such a good interviewer. He can make the guests comfortable. Man, do you, do you think Joe Rogan smoked before Kanye got there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, he did. I don't think so. Every podcast, he always, he's always smoking. Uh, he maybe has a cigar of anything. Even a little bit of alcohol sometimes. He'll have like a sip of some whiskey or whatever. I feel like he he put it all away uh-huh. for Kanye. You know, put the, the joints, get him in the back, get him, get him away. Get Gotta be on point with this one. Yeah. Uh, Made it feel real comfortable. Yeah, no, it was it was super interesting. Um, you know, I think we kind of touched on it all right now. But like I said, you can look at it as in Kanye's just flat out crazy and he's just being wild or doing shit or you can look at it in the term of like motivation and inspiration you know that somebody is thinking so far out the norm and they're still making their dreams manifest and i think that to me that's the side i want to look on it that's just but that's where i am in my life too though right i'm i i have gone throughout my life looking at things and just hating you know personally i have 
oh, fuck them, or oh, fuck that, or, you know, ah, oh, they're shit, or this is shit. And that's just, the, that's just the poor mindset. You know, for me, I like to look at some of the people that have achieved so much in this life, like so much in their lives, because that's something I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. I want to make my dreams manifest. So if I go and I look at somebody who is making, who is doing that, then fuck, I'm, I'm a sponge. I'm going to try to be a sponge every single time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I'm, I am listening to Kanye in that, in that lens or, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listening to him in that way. So um, if, if, and I think that's how people should try to listen to things, you know, try to find the things that inspire you, that motivate you. And that's what I was, that's what I personally do when I hear Kanye. I, I just really hope that he continues to use his platform in a better way. Mm-hmm. And that after we've both agreed on it, he's not going to win after this is over with. Mm-hmm. I hope he, he gets rid of all this Messiah that's going on with him and presidency. And he uses all the publicity he's going to get from this for something better mm-hmm. in the future, maybe for his masters. And something that kind of bothered me about the, the podcast, how much he was talking about his money. Mm-hmm. Did you catch on to that a little bit, especially in the beginning? He was talking about how he he was down fifty mil, but now he's worth five bill, mm-hmm. and how he he makes over three hundred and twenty five million a year, but now he loses six mil when he does his music. So it's not the point of him doing his music anymore. And he was just, oh yeah, you know, I told everybody I was going to be a billionaire by now, and what, look at me now. What's wrong with that? He was really about his money, but he was trying to talk about being a president. Mm. Okay, so you're still looking at this through the turn through the well, lens of he's a presidential candidate. Well, yes, because that's how he started off. The, that's how the podcast started. Okay, so there's like how are you gonna come out the gate with that, and then mm-hmm. you go to money, and then you go back to it. Like I feel like they have to have some kind of correlation. I have no problem with him making his money. He again, he was. I think he mentioned it too. He's like the second richest uh, black man in the entire world, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for him. He's like number fifty in in all time riches. Mm-hmm. That's great. But what does that have to do with you being president? Is that is that a criteria now? Just mm-hmm. because Donald Trump did it, I don't. I think he was trying to compare himself a lot to Donald Trump, and I didn't. I, I don't think he was trying to draw a comparison. I think he was just on a string of thoughts, and he was just like, he was just talking about what his motivations were, and he was talking about how he was in a rough spot, fifty mil in debt, mm-hmm. and then five mil. No, he no, said no, 50. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, he yeah, said right, 50, fifty million sorry. in debt, mm-hmm. and. Now he's a fucking billionaire. But that's not right? like so, abnormal though for businessmen. Like there's so many businessmen who lose. Oh, but there's so many million. businessmen who lose all that money and never fucking return. Yeah, but so, it goes both ways. I mean, but especially if you're Kanye West, uh, for, your name has worth on its own. Nah, man. I, for me, fuck that. I'd flex that all the time. That was me. <laughs> like I was 50 million debt. Now I'm a billionaire. Man, yeah, it's okay. Y'all. It's cool. <laughs> but if you're trying to go for president, does that is that a criteria? I guess if you're looking again? through it in the lens of I'm looking at it how he was talking about it. Yeah. If you're if you I didn't watch, but that's the thing, I didn't watch it through the lens of this is a presidential candidate. I watched it through the lens of This is an influencer. This is this is Kanye West. I want to understand his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of what it, that's what I went into it thinking. Mm-hmm. I want to understand Kanye West's mind a little bit more. I didn't I didn't come into it thinking anything. I was trying to be blank canvas with it all. But the first question that came out, or the first statement was Joe Rogan. Presidential candidate. Yeah. So then, okay, that's that's what we're talking about. That's where we're going. Okay, so that's how I'm going to see him talking about this now. 
I, I, you showed me a part of it before we started the podcast. Yeah. He wasn't talking about presidency anymore. He was talking about the uh, the, the matrix being mind controlled, mm-hmm. and that was a, a completely different mindset. I would listen to that differently than I would listen to the first part. Mm. But I think it's also how you have to listen to Kanye. And mm. That's why people get so confused with them. You have to listen to them differently through different terms and different situations and different conversations. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to try to keep up with it. I'm going to listen to the rest of it later. But I really, I had to look at it with what he was talking about. Yeah. Talking about being president, I'm looking at you as someone who can run the, the country. Yeah. A leader of the free world, as he said. Yeah, leader of the free world. Which is such can... like a, <laughs> that was a funny thing to hear him say. It's just, why? Because like, yeah, like, this ain't the free world. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> this the is fuck do you mean kanye <laughs> but that's that's i think my last thing i really have to say about it all yeah. I, I was yeah back and forth with a lot of what he was well, saying well this is a good good segue to um because he gets when kanye first came out um supporting donald trump he was propped up by conservatives and the republican party he still is Mm-hmm. He still is. And they recently just did it to 50 Cent. Oh my goodness. <sighs> you, you would, we had mentioned this before. I'll, I'll bring it up and you can take it from there. So we were talking about this, right? So Joe Biden has a, uh, a tax increase he's trying to implement if he were president. Yeah. For anybody making over 400k a year, yep. you're going to be uh, paying at least 50 to 65% of your tax increase. Depending on your state. Depending on your states. Um, so 50 Cent came out talking about how he doesn't want to be 50, he doesn't want to be 20 cent, he wants to be 50 cent, and why he wouldn't be voting for Biden. Then I got a lot of slack. And how did you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if these conservative people who never gave a fuck about hip hop don't quit coming and latching on to these hip hop artists that have these opinions, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Okay, first, like, first, are you mad at 50 Cent for this? No, I don't give a fuck what 50 Cent thinks. Okay, okay. I don't care. Okay. What 50, 50 Cent can have his own goddamn opinion. I don't give a shit. Okay. What makes me so fucking mad <laughs> is that they did it with Kanye. Uh-huh. They did it with 50. They didn't give a fuck about either of them until they came and started supporting the views that they wanted to support. Mm-hmm. You know how many times I have heard conservative people on the on the airwaves, on the airwaves, I'm not talking about conservative people in general. I'm talking about these people on Fox News. The big these, ones. These big conservative people who are on the news media and on social media trying to influence people right you know how many times i have heard them talk about hip-hop's the devil music hip-hop's the worst thing blah 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 all these rappers are such a bad influence yada 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 and then as soon as one of them comes and says something that they agree with Oh, well, he fucking gets everything. He understands people. You should be listening to him. Man, fuck that. <laughs> God, I have been holding that in all week for this very moment. I'm glad. Oh, uh, we should do this more often. shit. Just bottle it up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that made me so fucking mad. But 
can you blame them though? Can I blame them? Can you blame them? For yeah, fuck on them. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I, I could blame them. Yeah, we'll be real subjective. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Word, word, word. <laughs> Bitches. Bitches. <laughs> Again, I haven't. Fifty can believe whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah, you know. So not about 50, if money's not more more important to him than anything else. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He's a multimillionaire. And he doesn't want to lose out on any of his millions. Mm-hmm. Whatever, man. You live your life. You have your beliefs. Cool. Mm-hmm. What made me so mad about it was these conservative people on the news media trying to latch onto it and prop them up. They did that, and they did to Ice Cube too last week. Mm-hmm. We kind of touched on it briefly. We didn't get deep into it, but they did to Ice Cube too. Mm-hmm. And Ice Cube didn't even say he supported Trump. All he said was, I'm working with the Trump administration to help out the black community. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ice Cube gets it. Y'all should start listening to Ice Cube more. I mean, I get why Ice Cube maybe gets it. He was working with them. Just well, yeah, I out. get it too. That one's cool. But, but this one. like, and, they, and again, they did it to Kanye. They did it to Kanye. You remember when Kanye first started doing his Yeezus thing? What do you mean? He had a picture come out uh, when he was really into being called Yeezus. Yeah. He had a picture come out. And he basically had himself and he basically made himself look like Jesus getting crucified. Yeah. Like, he, I don't remember what the exact picture was for, but he had it. Dude, so many people were upset with him and this and that and calling him the antichrist and you know and then he makes this turn and this is before he fell into god right or he's saying that he he came into jesus and he he could have mm-hmm. i'm not saying that he has it i put air quotes about around it if you're watching the he never <laughs> video, said that word for word though but that's he, weird he 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 could be you know i'm not i'm not trying to doubt his faith you know but my thing is this was before he said that he that had happened to him Right, he just came out and said that he's if he would have voted, he would have voted for Trump. That's what he came out and said. Mm-hmm. Oh man, people had people ate that shit up, ate it up, and I couldn't hear the end of it. Y'all didn't give a fuck about Kanye before. What? Are you kidding me? You don't respect hip hop. You don't respect hip hop culture. You don't respect rappers. But suddenly they're in your respect when they have one single view similar as you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Ah, it just drove me insane <laughs> hearing that shit all all week. You know, um, I've been going on my rant. You you can take it. I well, I mean, I agree with you. I I think it's bullshit. I think it's stupid. But I'm not surprised by it. You you seem a little more surprised by how much of it. They got for fifty. Then, then I think I was a little surprised. I wasn't by it. surprised. I was just angry. <laughs> <laughs> Fair I enough. I was angry. I knew it would happen, mm-hmm. but it just made me mad when it happened. Mm-hmm. Still, like I guess I shouldn't be so mad because I should because I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. It's still it's it just made me mad anyway. It, you know, I'm still angry. <laughs> <laughs> bitches still piss me, piss me off. All right, <laughs> bitches still tripping. Okay? <laughs> no, I, I again I wasn't surprised by it. 
I wasn't really too angry. Again, it's happened through. I don't know if Democrats do this also. Democrats definitely I fucking do it. Politic do it. politicians fucking do mm-hmm. it. Right? And if that's the case, I'm not that mad about it then. It's just they're just playing the game. Uh, I guess if you want to be mad at somebody, I would say be mad at 50 Cent for it because I feel like he knew what he was doing also. You know, maybe 50 Cent wants to be a politician too. Maybe that's what this was. He's going to be the <laughs> Kanye 2.0. He tried to be, I think he, he tried to come out with like a beat after a Drake beats that flopped. Maybe he's just going to try to be a presidential nominee like Kanye. Maybe he won't flop this time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just always think it's pretty interesting to see how people react to other people having opinions like they shouldn't or like there's no one that matters. It's There's there's no in between. Every every time I hear it, I think of the Dave Chappelle. Call, hey, someone call Ja Rule. So, so ask him what he thinks. <laughs> That's what I always fucking think about when when these when celebrities get propped up by politicians mm-hmm. um it's just wild to me you know you know something interesting i really thought about throughout the week though when what? this first broke man that's an awkward conversation with eminem <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think they talked about that you think they were like Hey, I mean, they're close, so right? Before they have I to. jump you and almost murder you, you want to explain yourself real quick, 50? <laughs> yo, am. 50, yo, you know yo, I yo. know Trick Trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That really must... I didn't think about that. Yeah. And you know Eminem was probably just like, this fucking guy lost his shit. Oh, my God. That's why that's what I immediately what I thought of. I was like, hmm, that's it. That must be an awkward conversation. You think he was just reading the headline? He was like, hmm... Interested in sort of writing his notepad. This is to fit. <laughs> just this is the fifth. My next victim. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a fucking fifty and Eminem beef over this shit. Has anyone ever gone dissed on from rappers as much as Trump has? What do you What do you mean? Like what? how many How many diss tracks came out about people just talking shit about Trump? Eminem. Oh. Mac Miller, um, oh, like people going after Trump, yeah, just oh, like, oh, dude, Trump gets shit on all over in hip hop, like mean? so like, much. And then he comes out, this is a good segue to talk about the uh debates. I want to talk about the debate with you, okay? Because... Before we before we get to the debate, okay, sorry, last thoughts on this 50 shit, um, with the 50 thing, yes, okay, um. Nothing. I don't know. I don't have anything. I just need to check my notes. Hold on. No, I got everything out. Okay. All right. We're all good. We're all good to go. No, I think just on that 50 and Eminem thing, honestly, they'll probably just have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, it'll be a big fucking deal between their relationship. It'd be funny if it was. Right? That'd be hilarious. Because, I would love for Eminem to drop a diss track. I personally have family with differing points of view on politics you know and it's not like i and i have conversations with them about it i have debates with them about it mm-hmm. but i'm like oh i'm never like You're oh they're not my family dinner with them yeah, yeah you know i i you know we just if i feel like debating with them about it that day i'll debate with them about that if mm-hmm. i just don't want to debate with them about it i won't bring it up you know you can have a relationship with somebody who has a different political point of view from you you know it's so interesting that you, like that's true and i feel the same way but there's so many people I see on social media 
if you are going to vote for Trump, I need you to block and delete me. You can have a perspective on things differently. But if it's for Trump, I don't want any part of you. Oh, yeah. I've never, like, ever. Again, I, I keep up with politics more now. That may be it also. Maybe because social media is getting bigger. Mm. But so many people, if you vote for Trump, you you can't talk to me. I don't want to be your friend. Get away from me. We're going to fight. Oh, yeah. Like, you should see. Whenever someone has uh, <laughs> a flag for, like, Make America Great Again or a Trump 2020 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always see like there's like a slash mark on the side like someone keep the car. Oh maybe. really? Yeah, like I see like I, I just see I believe it, it. Yeah. Uh, but no, you can you can have a relationship with people who are um have difficult different political point of views, and I believe I like to tell myself I was pretty blessed to be, you know, to have family members who don't have the same point of view because it forced me to. It forced me to put my beliefs aside or put my emotions aside about things and l- listen. So growing right? up with you though, did they have these same perspectives when you were younger? Like there are yes. more, they, there are more Republican views. Yes. And are they like middle class or a little higher class or a little more on the lower side? Like, my, my, my family has always been like middle, middle okay. class. So more just, they can lean either way, depending on yeah, my, my family's always been middle class, but we've always had, um, they've always had, as far as I remember, I can remember all the way back to, when I was like six, seven, mm-hmm. right during the Bush administration, I can remember that a lot of my family was Republican. So, um, and what, why is that? Do they do they believe in the the jobs and the the taxes and? and I just, mean, there's different there's different reasons. You know, I don't really want to put it all out there, but uh-huh. it's there's different reasons, and I talk to them about it, and we agree on some things, we don't agree on other things, a lot of other things, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it is what it is, but it's just. It, it's a blessing in disguise because, like I said, it made me put emotions aside and listen to people with different points of view and not be so, oh, those people who believe that are my enemy. Mm-hmm. No, like my own family believes certain, you know, things I don't necessarily believe in. And so if you, if, if you have that mindset of, um, oh, you support Trump or, oh, you support Biden, don't, don't ever associate with me. You're kind of pro- part of the problem there, in my in my belief, you know. So, um, but you want to get onto the debates? Yes, I want to talk about the debates. All right, debates. You want to go first? Um, I'll let you take it, and then I'll let me take it. Yeah. Ooh. All right. How'd you feel about? Well, we'll go like in from beginning to end. Um, I don't okay. remember every single point. I'm not going to say that either. Um, but the big points. Well, what do you... Well, well I kind of wrote down what they went through. So they went through COVID. They went through foreign policy. They went through healthcare. They went through immigration, race, environment. And I think they had one more. I didn't... I, I, I watched it twice, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, watch, I didn't watch, complete it the second time. I stopped at like the last like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just got tired. But <laughs> but I, I went through it. it. But they went through a lot of a lot of different topics. Um and I mean the my initial thoughts were that moderator is pretty good. She she was a badass moderator. Really well. Really, really well. Hell yeah. She did not give Republicans or Trump anything to fucking complain about. Well, they I think they also did a thing where they, they would cut their mics. After they were done, they would literally mute their mics. Oh, yeah, on the two minutes. When the two minutes was up, the mic, the mic would go mute. 
And it only happened like twice that it actually, like you could tell. Well, because imagine if you're talking and they just. Well, it happened. I know it happened to Trump once, but then they turned it back on because they knew he was about to finish and they let him finish. And then he just, they went on, Mm -hmm. they moved on. But uh, my initial, my initial thoughts was that moderator, pretty badass. Those mother, I was listening to Fox News. (laughs) Are your buddies? My buddies. Um, throughout the, the, I heard them in a segment. I don't remember who said it. It was a Fox News segment, though. They were like, yeah, she turned off her Twitter. And why are you turning off your Twitter? Blah, blah, blah. You are supposed to be the moderator. You're supposed to listen and this and that. Yada, yada. Dude, she turned off her fucking Twitter because dumbasses like you always talk. Like, sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> Keep it tame. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Do you need a Snickers? I need a Snickers today, man. It's just I've been holding a lot of this in throughout the week. Mm-hmm. It's just they got they they gave it made me mad because they gave her so much shit for like turning off her Twitter, and then she came out and just fucking killed it. She's the MVP of that debate. <laughs> she won the debate. Is that she was the MVP. She, she was the real MVP. Gotcha. Um. No, she was she was very fair. She was very good. Uh-huh. You know, a lot I, a lot of the moderators and interviewers that Trump gets, um, they can be combative with him. I can acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't make it easy though. He doesn't he doesn't help himself, but it gives Republicans something to grasp onto and be like, well, they're not even treating him fair. Mm-hmm. So with her, she was very very fair. Mm-hmm. She asked him tough questions she asked joe biden tough questions and she gave him like fair amounts of like okay you can get 10 more seconds yeah and she kept on and she kept on letting them talk at some point at one point i was like girl stop letting them talk just cut them off well because she knows they ain't gonna stop yeah i guess that's probably what her mindset was like even if i tell them okay thank you very much like i don't want to cut their mic because then that's just oh they're they're cutting my mic the whole time i didn't even get my points across well i don't think she was allowed to cut their mic or during the discussion well she wasn't doing it personally but you know there was someone taking care of oh she said 30 seconds she said thank you three times we gotta cut it like you know yeah so the moderator was pretty badass um she did really good I was really, like I said, I was really upset that they're they're giving her so much shit about Twitter, and then she came out and she fucking killed it anyway. She probably and I the reason she turned off her Twitter is because she didn't want to hear anybody's influence. She didn't want to hear Republicans or Lib- or uh, Democrats telling her what she should or shouldn't ask. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people would probably just be like, just don't go on it. It's, it's so much easier said than done. Just you you see all these people adding you like you you want to look at this you definitely yeah. want to see this so yeah. i i respect that i think it's really smart for i think everybody should do that before a debate mm-hmm. yeah and then the my next initial thought trump was much 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 more tame mm-hmm. that was the game plan i'm sure that was the game plan well because he looked he looked like he was out of control he looked sloppy <clears throat> on the first one yeah so yeah i think he did a lot better on this one as well he he was much more tame and it likely benefited him um i did a little bit of research so the biggest concern about trump right is his character and his temperament right even amongst republicans who say they're gonna vote for him Mm -hmm. you look this up pew research right they poll people um this is in august that they did this um, did this research. Even amongst Republicans who plan on voting for Trump, 
have said, 25%, I believe, of them said, the ones they polled, said that the most concerning thing about Trump is his character, mm-hmm. right? Well, we already know Democrats, the most concerning thing about Trump is his fucking character, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so if you're thinking about somebody who's in the middle, who's not sure who they're going to vote for, well, if they see his character, it might turn them away, right? But another thing was a lot of conservatives will come and they'll tell me that they agree with him on policy, just straight on policy. Like he is so good on policy. They, they love his policy. If he just shut up a little bit here and there, he'd be the best fucking president. So on that, on thinking, it, thinking of it through that lens, him being much more tame probably benefited him. Right, because mm-hmm. if you agree with him on policy, then all he has to do is tell him tell you his policy. That's it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to do all this extra shit. Well, because he doesn't have any character left to try to come at people with. We already know mm-hmm. he doesn't have to show us that he's real optimistic and egotistic about what he believes in. Mm-hmm. We know. We get it already. We just kind of want to have a regular debate again. A lot of people give him shit for last debate because he was just yeah so combatant almost and yeah. it was just mm. i talked you know it's funny i talked to my brother um i hope he doesn't mind me putting this out it's not anything like super personal but did you get his consent he just doesn't he just doesn't pay attention to politics very much okay like i i asked him what he knows about trump or what he knows about biden he's like i don't know he doesn't pay attention he doesn't care about politics too much it was just really weird in this time, right? You don't really find too many people who don't who have not paid attention to politics at all. Is it like big on social media at all? Is that maybe where he sees anything? I mean, he just kind of he kind of reads into some things now, you know, you know, since me and some of his friends are really into politics, mm-hmm. but he still doesn't like he still doesn't pay attention very much. And he brought up it was actually today. He brought up um that he watched the first debate and he was like what the fuck was that? <laughs> he was like, isn't this America? <laughs> You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is America. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, that's who I think of when I think of swing voters. Mm-hmm. Somebody who just doesn't pay attention to politics at all. And, you know, they kind of see these debates and how they're acting. Um, and I, I just thought that was so interesting when he told me that. He was like, huh? What the fuck was that? <laughs> so, I don't know, man. But um, so I think Trump being much more tame is actually to his benefit. He was if if he was smart, <laughs> <laughs> if he was well educated, if he was smart, he would he would be more tame more often. Mm-hmm. Literally, that is the number one complaint, even amongst his his own voters, mm-hmm. that he is just he doesn't know when to shut up. All right, so he's well-tamed, he's well-informed with his stuff. How would you feel about how he was, though, when he was talking about the things, when he was fighting Biden? Um, As far as, okay, we have to go through, okay, so COVID, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he still is undermining scientists. 100%. Still. And I don't get it. I don't, I I, I I try to wrap my head around it. Why 
why do you want to undermine scientists? Why do you want to undermine America's belief in science? Well, what's her face? Asked him about it. Who who do you who do you listen? You've already disregarded the CDC and their beliefs and their science. Oh yeah, who do you listen to? Yeah, who are your scientists? He listened to. It. He named uh, Johnson and Johnson, who were working on the COVID thing as well too. And uh, I can't remember the other two he named, but they just seem like. <laughs> Sorry, dog interruption. <laughs> Go for it. Um, he he just didn't seem to really have a good answer to that one either, and. Ah, that's that's kind of that's still really scary. I actually just saw that we just hit a record-breaking number for COVID cases in one day. Yeah. And then the next day mm-hmm. we broke that record. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. It was like seventy-eight and then eighty-five thousand back-to-back days. That's damn. And yeah. then Biden was talking about it too on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that very same day or night, like we broke the another record for COVID here in the United States. Yeah. No, I don't know why. I don't know why he won't. He undermines them on masks. He won't just say, he won't just flat out say, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Yes. It's like, I don't why? understand why he won't just flat out say it. That's my biggest pet peeve. Cause he'll, he'll, he'll say all these different things. Like and then at the end, he's like, but I have a problem with masks. Sure. If you want to wear them, go ahead, wear them. No, 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 no. Say, wear a mask. Wear a mask. You know how influential you are? You're the president of the United States. And you know how much people actually, weirdly, people actually like you? Just fucking say what what we need to do, right? Because he the biggest they got into um they got into the debate about whether we should open up, right? Mm-hmm. Or whether the United States as a whole should open up. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Trump on we can't stay closed. Mm-hmm. I completely agree and understand. We cannot keep the the country shut down. Benny, you're really fucking up my my podcast here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone's dropping off a, a package nearby. That's probably what it is. I think someone's dropping. Come off on, a Benny. Come on, bro. It's uh, I gave you I gave you your 40 seconds of fame like two weeks ago. Uh, he's not getting fed tonight. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he's not getting fed tonight. Oh. Um, I'm just kidding, Benny. We love you. We we do. Um, or was I? Ah, made me lose my point. You're talking about opening back up. You agree? Okay, yes, that I we agree. Should open back I up. agree. We should open back up. I completely agree. And he kept on trying to attack Biden on as if Biden said, "Let's shut. Let's shut everything down." Like he's gonna shut everything down right away. Mm-hmm. Biden didn't say that. He didn't say, I w- I'm going to shut everything down." But it's a good attack. Oh, he wants to shut us all down. So he keeps on going to that attack. Um, he didn't say that. What Biden kept on saying was, no, we have to open up smartly. We have to use masks, social distancing. If you can, you know, plexiglass, plexiglass, you know. and uh, Which Trump was also against. Well, he was necessary I understood money. what he was saying as far as the plexiglass. You're, you're, you're asking com- businesses who cannot afford that to try to do that. Mm-hmm. I got that point, but... That wasn't the basis of the argument, right? He just pointed out a flaw in his he, idea, in the idea that what, but it wasn't part of the basis. The basis was we got to open up smartly, yes, right. And that was just an example, and he was just trying to attack, attack that specific example. Um, so yeah, no, I completely agree that we got to open up, but when you're there undermining scientists and saying, oh, you can wear a mask if you want or not, you know. 
well, no, that kind of, kind of fucks us up there on opening up. We don't, you know, it's just that that was my thing on that. Mm-hmm. Um, called called uh, called Dr. Fauci a Democrat. What a fucking dick. <laughs> what, what's what his are, problem with Fauci? What are, what, what's the nothing? Dude, if you ever go and listen to Fauci's testi- testimonies, he gets fucking like Republican senators and Congress people try to make him say something negative about Trump. He doesn't do it. He refuses to do it. He doesn't say anything negative about Trump. Nothing. He doesn't play into it. He's, he says, he has said it. I'm not a politician, you know, and he's tried to, he, he's tried to make that point that he's not going to pick a side. He's just a, a medical expert. And that's his job. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to give the best advice based on the best knowledge that he has. So him con- consistently t- attacking Fauci, it's just undermining medical science. And it just, that just drives me insane. I don't know. What do you think about that part? Um, what I thought about the COVID part. Uh, again, I, I think Trump definitely lost horribly because he just couldn't really give us a straight answer. Kept on asking, like, oh, what do you do you have any plans for COVID? Well, we can't be closed forever, guys. I we have a we had the greatest economic uh success rate of all time, but you know, we couldn't predict COVID. And ah, oh, this guy over here, he he was telling me that I shouldn't have opened up when I did, but then I, I opened up too late. But you know, back in January, he was saying that we shouldn't close everything down. So I, I do it this way and I didn't do it at the right time, but I did this one, I did it too early. So I you can't win with this guy. Another thing I did was right, apparently. So he's just contradicting himself. I did what I needed to do at the same time. But I, then Biden was like, 50 other states opened up earlier than you did, and they're handling it way better than you did, which I thought was a great point. Because uh, yes. The other countries? Yes. Yes, the other countries opened up, and yeah, they have lower death rates than us. A lot lower, and like a lot of places are just doing so much better, and you see the pictures of the places inside and how they're handling this. We but, look really embarrassing. Yeah. We really do. And uh, to that point of he keeps on saying, "Oh, I shut down the I shut down the greatest economy before um, anybody thought I should." Yeah, motherfucker, you knew shit before anybody else knew it. Of course, you. Of course, you didn't do it quick enough because you. The reason everybody gets so upset, right? My my initial I initially when this all happened, I was like, you know what, Trump's not doing too bad. Whatever. But then his only defense was that I saw was we didn't know what was going on at the time. Well, that, that interview comes out with Bob Woodward. Oh. He fucking knew everything way before we did any shutdowns. Mm-hmm. Way, and he knew. He literally said it's a deadly virus that travels in the air. This was the beginning of February. We didn't shut down until mid-March. Yeah. It was kind of around late February. To me, I was trying to think about my, my job. Kind of started like chilling out on everything. Oh, with, over with my I was in Arizona at the time. Yeah, in Arizona, at least in Flagstaff, we didn't shut start shutting down until mid March. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was playing poker, but I was I was still here in San Antonio in February. Uh huh. And we were going out. Nothing. I heard about COVID here and there, mm-hmm. but it was nothing major. 
right? Nobody mm-hmm. really knew what was going on. It, it was uh, people thought of it as like what happened in the Obama administration. Uh-huh. It was just something that came and then it was probably just going to leave again. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy fucking knew exactly what it was, and he he said it's deadly and travels in the air. Mm-hmm. So your only defense that I had for you was that, oh, maybe he just didn't know enough. No, you fucking knew what this was, bro. Like, I, there's no, there's not a defense. You, you knew beginning of, at least in the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. At least. You could have known before that, right? Mm-hmm. My, my biggest issue was how, was how he handled it. I didn't take COVID seriously the beginning of the year. Until it wasn't, it wasn't anything political, nothing with politics. I didn't take it serious until I was playing poker one night and I was watching the game. The Jazz were playing a team. When it came out that Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID 19, and then an hour later, Donovan Mitchell tested positive for COVID 19, I took this serious. And then they shut down the NBA. Yes. And then the NBA shut that's, down. That's and exactly then, when I, <laughs> that's and then exactly Tom when I was Hanks like, oh, comes fuck. out with it. And then, yeah. um, there's another major actor who came out with it too. As soon as people who I look up to, the NBA, anybody, started getting it, that's when I took it serious. That's when I was like, oh, maybe this is kind of a big deal. They can get it. Holy shit, I can get it. Like, yeah. I didn't take it serious when Trump started saying anything about it. I didn't even hear, again, I didn't really hear him say much about it either at first. Well, he didn't. He just kept on saying it'll disappear. Yeah, he it'll said it'll, away. It'll, it'll probably be gone with the with the seasons. You know, it, hot weather is mm-hmm. a big factor for this. You know, when it starts getting hotter outside, it'll probably go away. Oh, what? Yeah, you tell me, good old Mother Nature is going to be taking care of this one for us. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thanks, Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is Mother Nature's uh, like disease to take us out at this point. <laughs> God, but no, it, it came from China. There's no way it's Mother Nature. But so back to the debate though. Yeah, I really had a problem with a point that he made. Joe Biden goes, we have the highest rate of COVID in the world. And we only account for 4% of the world or something like that. Like we have like 6% of COVID, but we're only 4% of the world. 6% of the world, something like that, a really small number. And then Donald Trump goes, yeah, because we have the best testing in the world. That's why we have so many numbers. What? Yeah, what? but even if you take, even, I, I, he keeps on trying to do that. That's such a terrible point. The the it, point is that we have the most numbers. He keeps on trying to do that, but then my argument back to that is, okay, that still doesn't explain the goddamn death rate. <laughs> and he also, he was caught too trying to hide the numbers because he, he wanted to, right before one of the polls came out, he wanted to wait until after to release the numbers because they were so high. Mm-hmm. This was like three, four months ago that he did this. It's... It's embarrassing, man. The the COVID debate was definitely in Joe Biden's favor. Yeah. But I don't think Trump can do anything at this point to win the COVID debate. No. uh, Most Americans think that he fumbled on. Even Republicans think he kind of fumbled on on COVID. Definitely by far. Um, And I'm not just pulling that number on my ass. Uh, There's polls on, you know, taken of Americans and um, Trump doesn't do very well as far as the COVID issue. Mm-hmm. Um, they got into foreign policy. Um, I mean, the only thing I, co- yeah, Biden took the COVID uh, issue. 100%. Um, but they got into foreign policy. I mean, there's not much you can point to on foreign policy. I, I, I mean, you could kind of talk about what Biden did as vice president. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, but I, I, I personally don't know much about foreign policy. The only thing I will say is that Trump does get a lot of flack for being very friendly with like Kim Jong Un and Putin. That's cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he gets a lot of flack for that, and I'm actually gonna weirdly defend him in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think he's going. I see it as a um a tactic he just wants to make them think that they're friends right and he's not going to say anything negative in public about them mm-hmm. because he wants them to think hey man we're cool we're always going to be cool you know is that how you see uh, uh, that's kind of that's that's honestly how i see it mm-hmm. and in that sense i kind of i kind of don't mind it uh, i don't really mind it it's because that's that's how i view it because mm-hmm. that's not a that would not be a bad strategy, right? Mm-hmm. If you're working with a a dictator who's kind of out of his mind and Kim Kim Jong Un, right? You yeah, kinda, you kind of want to stay friendly with yeah. that person. Well, he did make that point when he was talking about it too. Like, wouldn't you want me to be friends with? Yeah, you want to have good relationships. As many nuclear bombs as he does, do you want to go to war with millions of people? Yeah, like all right, yeah, you know, I don't want him to. Either. I agree with you. I think it's really good that he does have these relationships with them. But the only part I disagree with you on, I, I think we're the ones being taken advantage of. Because later on in the debate, it came out that like, oh, it's come out that Russia and China are going to be influencing the voting in the oh, polls this debate, of America. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to handle that? I don't even remember what Trump said. I don't, I don't think he said really anything, to be honest. Yeah. He's, you know, like the Americans vote. It's, it's America. I don't Biden remember. made a good point about it. He was like, yeah, you know, like, you're going to get prosecuted. You're going to get, like, there's consequences for this. Yeah, but he, he was kind of vague, too. That's all he said, really. Well, he was yeah, like, there he will say, be consequences. Well, he also can't say, we're going to war with them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, so, no, I mean, of course, we're going to war. So, the foreign policy part, I mean, I kind of went, you know, you could look at it either way. Um, healthcare. God. Trump sucks. When it comes to healthcare, didn't he just uh, get rid of? Oh, he's still trying to get rid of the Obamacare thing, isn't he? Yeah, or, they're they're it's in the Supreme Court right yeah. now. Yeah, and that's why they don't want Amy Coney Barrett uh, in there because they're, what pro- was they're that probably overturning it. The whole Amy Coney Barrett thing. I, thought, I saw that trending, but I didn't really understand it. Uh, just she's she leans Republican. Okay, and she's going to go into the Supreme Court, and right now the Supreme Court is dealing with a lot of issues that. Um, such as Roe v. Wade, uh, such as uh, Obamacare. Okay. You know. So she she has a say in this. Yes. Okay. So she will have a say on whether these things get repealed or not. How much of a say does she have? Like, is it between her and no? A group of there's people? I think there's nine justices. Oh, and so she's one of the nine. So she goes on there. That's another Republican justice, and that yeah. will give them the that will get that will give the Supreme Court like six to three. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Republican Democrat, uh-huh. and so therefore people are believing that uh, these issues, uh, like liberal issues, are going to be repealed. Uh, so these liberal. Um, so I have a question for you, then, plants. just in case, because I'm I'm confused about something. A lot of people were having a lot of problems with Biden because they thought he was going to pack the court with Democrats, but if there's already more Republicans than Democrats. What's wrong with it? Being well, he's going to add more. I, the way I understand it, I'm not super well versed in this mm-hmm. um the way i understand it is that he'll pack the courts meaning that he'll add more justices and he'll put democrats in mm-hmm. therefore democrats will then have a majority to the amount of uh on the democrats will have the majority on the 
Supreme Court. But what's wrong with that if it's already the other way around right now? Um, is there a role? How big of an issue does that really create if there's more Democrats than Republicans? How? But, well, it's about, right? The Supreme Court's not supposed to be political. The Supreme Court's supposed to be the Supreme Court. So why they're supposed they to rule titles? by they're supposed to by rule by what they think is fair and what they what should be lawful and by the constitution. But they, they have titles that, that ruins that. What do you mean? They have the title of oh, they're more Republican. They're more mm, they don't have the title officially. But we know where they lean based off of their past. Obviously. They we know where they lean based on yeah on their past decisions and on who nominates them usually. Mm-hmm. Right, so Trump is nominating Amy Coney Barrett, so, and we can look at her past record, and oh, she's Republican, yeah, but she doesn't come out and say I'm Republican. Yeah, because you're not allowed to. Yeah, but uh, you don't have to say it. Basically, we know. Yeah, that's. So, I'm not well versed in that uh, area, so I might have gotten that wrong. If I'm wrong, you know, y'all can email me, or message <laughs> Leave a me or something. Um, but healthcare, Trump fucking sucks at healthcare. Um, Biden kept on talking about how he wants to make hybrid plans and basically a hybrid plan, right? Public option. He wants to expand on Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still okay with there being private. Uh, right? Yes. He's still okay with private insurance. That's a good thing. That's, yes. That I, is a I very good thing. Um, and Trump just keeps on trying to twist it and say, oh no, he's Bernie Sanders. He's going to take, uh, he's going to make it socialized medicine. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't say that. He never said that. He, I don't know why he always tries to do the Bernie thing with him, too. It's just his only him, like, line of attack. Bernie. It's his only line of attack because he doesn't have a plan. Yeah. If you Did you see the 60 Minutes that he did? No. I, I, I saw a thing. I didn't watch the whole thing. No, I have not seen it. Just long story short. I know a little <laughs> bit about it, but I, I didn't see it personally. The, the, the interviewer kept on asking him, well, what's your plan? It was a chick, right? Yeah. The one who wouldn't wear the mask? Yeah. Yes. Okay. She kept I, on asking him, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. I have a plan and it's going to be the great plan. It's going to, it's a great plan and this and that. And then she, okay, so what is it? A great plan and this and that. And, and then at some point he goes, I will have a plan. And she goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You will have a plan. You just told me you have a plan. And then he's like, I have sections of a plan. I have many plans. And if you want to look at them, we can look at them, but I have many plans. And she was like, okay, well tell me. Well, I have many plans. There's a lot of plans. I have great plans. Like, you don't have a fucking plan, bro. What was that? Got him so mad. She was like, are you ready for tough questions? And he was like, just be fair. It, she was very combative with him. But I think you need to have that to get what you need out of the interview, right? Uh, yeah. I, there's some, I, I can see there are certain questions that she asked or certain things that she did. I can understand. Was that like a little condescending? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's they're uh, they were condescending. They weren't. They're yeah. Of course, you want tough questions, but it was just her attitude towards them. I can understand why um, somebody who supports Trump or Trump himself would get upset. You know, he should have stayed professional and you know just gone through it. But um, I understand if you know. But that's besides the point. Um, so he didn't have a plan. He, he doesn't he have a plan. Can answer it. And Biden keeps on saying that he has Obamacare. He's going he's gonna to expand Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at it, the best, and it's, it basically it's a, it's a hybrid plan, like I said, of socialized and private insurance. If you look at the best health uh, systems, healthcare systems in the world, Switzerland, France, 
Germany. These are some of the best healthcare systems in the world, rated by their own citizens. Their own citizens, you know, rate it very high. Mm-hmm. Um, those are hybrid plans. They aren't fully socialized medicine like Canada, not single payer. They have um, private and public. The only thing is what somebody will tell you, right, is it's expensive. It can get costly. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember, they have a culture over there where they have the belief that healthcare is a right. Mm-hmm. Over here, we have a culture where we believe healthcare is a privilege. Mm-hmm. And that change in mindset means the fucking difference of everything, right? Because we, we try to compare countries in this sense. And most people will go, oh, but do you know how much they're paying? You know how much they're paying? Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's bought in over there. It doesn't bother them that they're paying that because they, they bought into the idea that this is a yeah, right and we're helping everybody. Just yeah. like everybody bought in over here about social security. That's, that's socialism. Social security is socialism mm-hmm. and we pay it. There's some libertarians who are like, oh, that's bullshit. I shouldn't have to pay it. But the majority of people are like, all right, I'll pay it mm-hmm. because they have bought into the idea that this is for the good of the country. Mm-hmm. So, so this idea that, oh, if we get these, this healthcare plan, your taxes are going to go up. Well, yes, but it's, 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 it's for everyone's benefit. It's though. for everybody's benefit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the only thing. So, it's just we have to have this culture shift. We have a culture here in America where any change is like is we're scared of change, scared of it, and we have a culture where you know it's about me, 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 me. Well, how is my you know? Mm-hmm. And if you go and look at Eastern countries, they think about the collective, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 there's always going to be pros and cons to either or. But if we're so close-minded all the time, we're never going to fucking develop. We're never going to progress. So, you know, so hybrid plans are highly rated. And Biden is talking about bringing the hybrid plan. Mm -hmm. So Biden won that part. (laughs) um, I don't know. We're spending spending a lot of time on this. I kind of want to just go through the other parts pretty quickly. That's fine. Um, I mean, he went through... I, I, I want to jump to the biggest point. Okay. The last point we go can go it. to. The last thing they talked about, they yep. were talking about their the environment. Um, uh, what was the exact... I saw you write it down. Let me see this real Did quick. I? Healthcare, immigration. Environment. The, the very last thing. Environment, is that all it was called? Just the environmental plans they mm-hmm. had? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why Trump was trying to ram him so hard with this, but... Every time that he would ask me, oh, so you're getting rid of, of uh, fracking? Is that going to be gone now? Mm-hmm. Hmm, you should really talk to people down there in Texas and Iowa. He was like, yes, I'm getting rid of fracking. But he's replacing it with solar. He said he said that he wanted to transition into solar and wind. Yes. Right? Which, and then Trump was like, oh, that's huge news. That's, that's a big point he's making right there. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. That's not a problem. <laughs> like, if you replace, if you still have the job, no one cares. The only reason why fracking is such a big deal is because people make so much money off of it. Yeah. If you're making so much money off of solar and renewable resources for energy, 
nothing changes. We just have a healthier, safer way of creating energy. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? He stuck with that for so long. Every time you took, yeah, oh, so getting rid of all the jobs down here. Interesting. Hmm. It's a very, very big point you made there. Over and over and over. It was so annoying after a while. Like he, He's already said these are going to create jobs, which... It's not even like that's far fetched. That's duh. Who's gonna do these? These gonna be a. There's gonna be more jobs. Even mm-hmm. fracking is such a problem because at least here in Texas, it's very easy to talk about. I know so many people who have gone down to places and created jobs from fracking. They do make really good money off of it, but sometimes they don't make jack shit no. because the places that are fracking don't have oil anymore. And if you don't find any oil, you're screwed. The thing about solar energy is that it's forever. It's the sun. It's yeah. like. It's the the movements in the in the oceans. You can create the currents create energy from the way they like. There's just so many different ways to create jobs out of this that I don't. Why is this a problem? This is what Trump should have been doing a long time ago. Mm-hmm. There's such an issue with emissions and all these other major things that create climate change so severely. Well, he doesn't believe in climate change. Does he? Has he said that out loud? Yes. Wait. It's a, climate change is a hoax. He literally tweeted that. He doesn't. He doesn't believe. He's he has been very public about climate change is a hoax i just want to see if it just comes up real quick you never heard him say that i haven't personally. he had a tweet about he said something it's snowing over in whatever place what are they talking about global warming climate change isn't real i had i remember posting about it on my facebook i was like this idiot doesn't know the difference between weather and climate that's if this is tr- I, I believe you but if he doesn't believe in climate change, no he doesn't believe in climate change because I could have sworn I did a paper, like my first or second semester, talking about it. And I know he got out of the Green Deal with all the other major uh, the major countries because he just didn't... The Paris Accord. Is that what it was? The Paris Accord? I thought I it was the Green so, Deal. yeah. The Paris Accord. What was the Green Deal then? The Green New Deal is what AOC proposed. Um, it was like an outline of what we should do to get ourselves from... To zero carbon emission yeah. in like 20 years. And he got out of that, didn't he? Didn't he jump out of that after Obama? Well, no, the Green New Deal wasn't a, like, it was just a, it was just an idea, right? It wasn't law or anything. It was just an idea. Paris uh-huh. Accord was like a um, international agreement amongst um, all the nations, right? All the nations, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's what I'm talking about then. Yes. Okay. Because I know he got out of that after a while. Yeah. yeah we're I'm, out uh, of it. The first things that I see as soon as I look it up, CNBC, uh, he, he challenges climate change during wildfire briefings. Uh, Donald Trump's records on it and says that he doesn't, I don't believe it is what he said. Yeah. So yeah. He uh, doesn't believe in climate change. This came out in like 2018, all these. Oh, there's another one in January 2020. It's weird. All the scientists in the government believe in climate change. There's literally government pages dedicated to explaining climate change. I just don't get how you don't believe in it, you know? Like it's so, maybe he just doesn't believe in science. That would explain everything because he didn't believe in COVID. The best argument I have heard against against going, um, not doing, like not taking on something like the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal had so many like drastic changes that we'd have to make, Mm -hmm. right? The best arguments I have heard from it is even if, right, they, 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 this is somebody who doesn't believe in climate change. Even if we grant you that climate change is completely real, Okay. Um, if we were to do that, we would destroy the economy because we'd be making these drastic trans- transitions. And then um, on top of that, we have China, we have uh, other countries who pollute the majority of the world and 
they would have to get on board too. So we need everybody on board, right? Because if we start making these changes in America and nobody else in the world is on board, then we've made these changes for nothing. Mm -hmm. That's the best argument I've heard. But the argument that climate change isn't real, well, that's fucking stupid. So do you think, <laughs> do you think that if you are a businessman, you just don't care for climate change? Maybe that's where he's at? Cause, no, like, I think he's just dumb. Uh, okay. <laughs> Long story short, I like it. Fair enough. So definitely, definitely, definitely agree with Joe Biden on this 100%. Yeah, I mean, Trump didn't... <sighs> I just agreed with Biden on a lot more issues. You know, that's why I went with Biden. But if you watched it and you agree with Trump on issues, you probably thought Trump won. You know, it wasn't really a. But just the no. way they both answer things, you know, like Trump is very, very, very worried about money in America more than he cares about what money can do for the for America as a whole. And that's a, that's a problem. That's always been a problem. It's really cool that everybody's making money. That's a great thing. Everybody can still be making money while we make this a little bit less. People are scared of that, though. People are terrified of that. And if people make it a little bit less, I, maybe that's why they would still vote for Trump in this one. Maybe. like There's just so many things that are so wrong on Trump's side. I still just don't see how he would even have a chance of winning. And I think that's still what's going on now. He, he's so scared of losing. Um, and he sees this eminent future happening for himself. He's just I, I, throwing haymakers. I get the idea of people being worried about making less, you know, because some people don't have the benefit of um, not having to worry about that, mm. right? All these extra things, right? Um who cares if I can't pay my rent or I can't eat, if I can't buy food for my kids, if I can't do so. I, I get that, you know, um, my argument always is, you know, what Trump brings is a sense, a big sense of, he brings, he adds fuel to the fire and he, um, divides us and divides us and divides us and mm -hmm. you keep somebody like that in long enough we got a fucking civil war on our hands right that, you, that's my biggest fear about keeping him in do you see that happening if he wins I don't in the know, next four man. years it's scary i don't know it's pretty scary you know thinking of like but it's even that's all right that's not even out of the realm of possibilities right you're like oh that is kind of yeah, realistic. I'm not, I'm not, I didn't laugh when you said right? that. It's but I've even, also heard that before. You're not the first person to tell me this. Yeah, like it's not even it's not even out of the realm of possibilities. So my thinking is, you know, I don't know enough about the economy to have an intelligent conversation with you, right? But I know that I'm not going to risk the future of this entire country, right, on this guy. Because I want a little bit more money in my personal pocket. Uh huh. That's that's kind of where I am. But like, how much, how much has to happen in the world until money doesn't matter? Like, how many issues have to come up to where again this tax cut that, that or this tax raise that Biden was talking about was only for people making over four hundred thousand dollars a year? Mm -hmm. I think if you're making that much, you don't have to worry about putting food on the table. I think that's obvious. 
does this affect anybody with lower incomes? Um, the how- argument, the argument I have heard with that is that the people making that much money a lot of times own businesses and pay employees and put out products, right? And if you tax them that much, they're either going to move to states and uh, different states and they'll, and people will be losing jobs and then they're going to raise their prices on their products because they're getting taxed so much, they have to compensate and they're going to raise prices mm-hmm. on the products. So that's the argument against it. Why well, not? That's why, that's why uh, Joe Rogan came to Texas yeah, that's so, also why Texas is like looking at to be like the next. Yeah, big place. it's a lot. It's a, and it's a big reason, right? That mm-hmm. Californians come to Texas a lot. You know, <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> it's because they have such a high tax rate over there, and we're over here, and we have a very low tax rate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but I just think people we need a balance. We need a balance, and it and it has to do with our culture. It really has to do with our culture. I started thinking about. If anybody, if you've ever met me or you follow me on social media, you know that two things I'm super passionate about is um, mental health and edu- and education. Um, and I started doing some research on the education over in Finland. And I actually, what I came to figure out was pretty interesting. Over in Finland, the education is, um, they give schools a lot, a lot, a lot of freedom. A lot of freedom. There's no standardized testing. There's no, um, there's no planned curriculum. There's no grades. Nothing, right? It's pretty so weird. Pass, right? But yet they have one of the best systems in the world. They they the one all of their all of their students test very well in, internationally, right? Compared to the rest of the world. And I started looking more into it, and I started thinking about. I was like, you can't do that here in America at this moment wouldn't be able to it'd be terrible it'd be ma'am as i read into it it talked about trust and the culture right they they trust there's a lot of trust with politicians there's a lot of trust with the teachers there's a lot of trust with officials there's no trust here nobody trusts anybody mm-hmm. right i don't trust the politicians even people on the other side of the aisle they don't trust the politicians we don't trust our own president we don't trust we don't trust him we don't trust anybody right and there's a t- people. Some people don't even trust the teachers, right? So, my thing is, we have to create a culture here where, because people want to talk about, oh, we need freedom, we deregulation, yada yada. The only way that works is if we have a culture that is able to trust each other. We don't have that at all. And the only way we're going to get there is when we start changing certain things like our finance fucking laws for campaigns, right? Our finance laws are fucked. Anybody, there are big ass corporations that can donate pretty much endless amounts to any candidate well, they want to. Isn't that what Mike Bloomberg was doing? He was like doing millions upon millions of dollars in like ads and just other things where when he wasn't even a, a, a nominee anymore. He still had like all these ads that were running that he already paid for. Mm-hmm. So he just had random ads just running for himself after he lost. It was mm-hmm. almost embarrassing. Yeah. And you it, can just put in as much as you yeah. want. And I'm not saying money buys elections because Mike Bloomberg is a good example. He didn't win, like, mm-hmm. right? But so money helps. doesn't, but it, in this system that we have right now, if money f- 
fucking helps a lot. And so when when our system is like that, and we have a law right now that believes that money is attached to speech, right? I, the reason people can donate, they they allow companies to donate to um, candidates. Mm-hmm. They have a limit, limit, air quotes, limit on it. Mm-hmm. They have loopholes around it. Yeah, because you can have multiple. They, you, they siphon it out. Yeah. And so, but the reason, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Where was I? Why money? Oh, okay. So these companies have, they can donate all this money, right? The reason they can do that, is there is a law that says money is speech. Money equals speech. And we cannot deny freedom of speech. What? You're fucking wild. Therefore, <laughs> that means that means somebody who's a fucking billionaire has more speech than me. Mm-hmm. Wild. So I, I stuff, think that's why going to go vote is such a big deal. Yeah. So stuff like that is why we cannot deregulate to the extent that some of these people want to deregulate. When we have these <laughs> laws in place at the core of our system, right? We have this these laws at the core of our system. We cannot deregulate everything else the way people want to. And I, and I have expressed this to you. And I've expressed this to other people. The reason I come off as conservative to people when they talk to me is because I don't always agree with Democrats on the way they want to solve things. I don't believe throwing money into social programs is always the best thing. I think that we, a lot of it has to do with education and um, just changing the culture from the inside. Um, I don't believe that doing a whole bunch of social programs is going to solve things. So that's why people would probably call me conservative. I understand the societal issues. I understand I can have a deep conversation with you on societal issues. You know, if you're liberal and you believe and you believe in all the things that I believe in, right? And we, we, we can come to an understanding how we get to solving those is probably where me and you would disagree, right? And I probably lean a little bit more conservative as far as solving certain issues. Um, but to me, if you don't solve these core fucking issues, we're not going to have a culture where we're able to do that. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. It's going to take a while to fucking do that. Um, but do you think Biden has a chance of getting us there? A little closer? No. No? No. Nope. Nope. I mean, it's a step forward just because Trump would be out of the office and, he'd, and we'd get him out and we'd start building, you know, it'd just be getting rid of the negativity out of the culture. I think it'll still be negative. There'll still be like super high negative partisanship, um, even with Biden in there, because I think Trump has already done a permanent amount of damage. But just getting him out would be a step forward. Mm-hmm. You know, it would take a while, you know, to do anything that you know like we want to really do. But it's a step in the right direction. Um, so we got Biden for this election, or for this uh, debate. Mm-hmm. Won this one. Yeah, I would say Biden did. I mean, there's like not seven, the, three, the only like six, four. The, the only thing I heard Trump say that I was like, oh yeah, I agree, was um, when he talked about minimum wage. Um, oh yeah, I agreed with that too. Actually, that you bring that up, mm-hmm. I did agree with That's that. That's the only thing I agreed with him on because I've I've said that a lot a lot uh, throughout the years. Depends on what state you're in. Mm-hmm. It depends the, on what the state. price of living. Yep, it doesn't make sense to do that here in Texas necessarily. Oh, yeah, if everyone got paid fifteen dollars here. 
Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's looks like a dream job right now. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense to do that in Texas, but California, New York. Oh, yeah. You know, that makes that makes more sense to raise their minimum wage. Well, because our minimum wage down here is seven twenty five, and in California, it's like... I think they have the 15 right now. Do they? I thought it was like 11 and change. Is it? I don't know. It's don't definitely know. more than us by like three, four bucks. Yeah, just I'm pretty sure you can find that one pretty quick. But they're because they're, their uh, budget for living is so high. Like I remember growing up, it was like in a, a one bedroom, one shower, one everything house, and it was like eighteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Yeah, no, it's twelve dollars over there. So okay. it's not even fifteen. It's yeah, 12. yeah, I was almost right. Yeah, and I know, and while I was in Arizona, it was twelve. Damn, yeah. it was more in Arizona. Yeah, it's twelve over there too. Nah. Oh so, no, it's the same as okay. Yeah, yeah same yeah, yeah. as California. It's more than over here, but um. So yeah, Why, it makes, it makes sense. In Arizona? Huh? What was the price of living in Arizona? It was expensive. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But um, so that's that was really the only thing like I heard Trump say that I was like, yeah, I agree with him because Biden kept on trying to say if you raise the minimum wage for everybody, it's not going to affect anything. Yada yada. No, if you raise the minimum wage, it'll affect a flat lot. like that. You're going to put a lot of small businesses out. So mm-hmm. um, on that on that point, yeah, no, I I saw where Trump was coming from and I understood that. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, though, I mean, he didn't really say much else. He was kind of pretty fucking stupid. So <laughs> he's pretty Trumpy. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it, was pre- it was pretty Trumpy. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. right. Uh, well, uh, something that I, I didn't want to talk about though, besides just the debate. Okay. You know, we haven't heard anything about since last week. What's up? Uh, Joe Biden's son is that story is dead. It's gone. No one even. Nah, it's not gone. It's still well, there. It's Trump just nothing's developed been, yet. Trump has been trying to to bring it up every every rally he has. Mm-hmm. I, I see him always bringing it up, and I'll, oh, yeah. something I always hear is. He always just like he gets real excited. He gets real in the moment. Everyone's like really rooting well, he, him on. He's using it yeah. as and something like, to tear Joe Biden's campaign up. down. Yeah, it's always like just lock them all up. It's always his go-to thing for it. And it's just like whoa, 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 whoa. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you're you're definitely feeling it right now. You're definitely in the moment. And I don't know. Yeah, no, it's something that he's um, he's grasping onto to help destroy uh, Biden's campaign. He's hoping that it'll do what it did to um, Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. when in. Uh, the report came out like the last like couple of weeks for Hillary Clinton really fucked her up. Whoa, we're talking about the emails? Yeah. Yeah. Like it really fucked her up. So he's hoping that this will do the same for Biden. I don't think it will. You can't use this the same know. way. He's trying to use it the same way. Like, oh, he's he's meddling with foreign affairs. And yeah, stuff. but there's not as concrete evidence as there was with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Right? Hillary Clinton, we were like, oh, dude, you fucked up. Because then he was like but, trying, he, he did bring up in the debate also to go back to it. Like, oh, you know. You, you, uh, the money was supposed to go to a leader in the emails. You know, are you the leader? You might be a leader. You might not be. Who knows? Yeah. But you might be. You're like, <laughs> okay, you're speculating right in front of us, bro. Yeah. It's like, what's, are you trying to make me question? Like, yeah. I, if you do even just bare minimal research, you'll kind of see where this is. Yeah. This isn't going anywhere yet. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was just pretty, it was pretty interesting. He's still really, he's really trying. He's really, really trying to get this going right now. It's, it's, it's too late. Again, there's just so many people who've already voted. It's like, Mm-hmm. This is by the time this does come out, it'll be after November twelfth. It'll mm-hmm. be after what twelfth, right? November third. Third? Yeah. Really? Right? I thought yeah. it was November twelfth. No, November twelfth. November third's the election. Oh, election I think day. I'm thinking about the PS5. Don't misinform people. <laughs> I'm thinking of Sebastian. The PS5. Sorry, the PS5 comes out November twelfth. PS5. 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, November's a big month for me, man. I'm so excited for the PS5. <laughs> That's hilarious. My bad. My, My bad, bad, bro. November's a big month, though. You know, Thanksgiving's coming around. New president, possibly. PS5. If I get it, whenever Whoa, it comes bro. out. That's a big month. Yep. 
Thanksgiving. I know. Turkey. Bro, I'm not even going to be going. I'm just going to be on my PS5 for like the whole month. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to go to Thanksgiving dinner. No, they're going to come to me. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We're going to have it in my room while I play games. <laughs> no, I'm probably not. The train is probably So, gonna, like, what are y'all yeah. thankful for? <laughs> Bro, Trini's going to be so annoyed. I, I can already. This is, I'm, this is just going to be playing video games all day. She's going to be right there with me the whole time. Yeah. Just like, oh. I told hey. everybody they could buy it for me for You want to watch Shay and the Birch? Nah. No. What were we dropping, boys? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I can't wait for it, though. Um, but yeah, November 3rd is uh, election, election day. day. So make sure there's early bird, early bird voting happening right now. It's not even early bird anymore. I think it's already just. Well, it's still early bird because it's not election day yet. Uh, so so when, when, do we, when is it official who the president is? Well, I mean, they have to count all the votes. And the way things are happening this year, they might not know till the day after or like a couple days after or maybe a week after. After what, though? After the actual election day. Okay, so after the third. After the third, you cannot vote anymore. Got you. Okay, that's what I, You see, I'm still a little... I'm still... Yeah. I haven't voted before. I'm, yeah. Come on, bro. Go out and vote. Get you to vote out there. Yet. Don't, don't tell that. people who you're voting for either. <laughs> I, I am not voting for Donald Trump. <laughs> I won't tell them who I am voting for. It's not Trump and it's not Kanye. Oh, so shit. You do with that as you think. For sure. But like, so when the president is decided... Yeah. Is it like same day Trump? All right, pack your shit. No, no. There's a period where you get uh, sick about everybody. Kind of, yeah. Was like a day, a week? No, it's like a month or two. A month? It's a couple of months. He's still in the White House for a month. I think he's still in the White House till like January. It's like I forgot what they call it. The duck. (laughs) Duck day. No. Oh, the lame lame duck, lame duck period. (laughs) Uh, It's the period between elections in November and the inauguration of the officials. Um, early in the following year, it's the lame duck period. So, like, I think January is when the new president gets inaugur- inaugurated. So during that time after he loses, he's still like in charge. Yeah, he, man, he's still in charge. He still he still makes things, and it's usually like like if a president's getting pushed out, he'll like really try to push some things that he needs to get done. Like, you know, oh, that scares me. Then uh, I'm so I'm I mean, so, it's not I'm, much he'll be able to do. So. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No, you know how slow things move here in the United States? Yeah, but what if you just throw a lot of shit in there? Does it still go until the next president? People have to, but you see. Does it roll the, over? Like the, minutes? Yeah, it rolls over, but the gut, but the way the system is set up, you know, the House and the Senate have to vote. Mm-hmm. And it's so polarized right now. They're not going to give him shit. You don't think so? No, they're not getting, we're not getting anything done. We won't even get a stimulus package done. Oh, yeah. He was waiting until after. Come on. Yeah. Or the third. I sound like Joe Biden. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. I think the funniest thing was when he would look at him and just kind of (laughs) like. I thought thought the funniest part when he was like, he goes, you want to know why I didn't get it done? Republican Congress. And then he just stayed silent (laughs) that whole time. And they were like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The the crazy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a more flashback in that moment. Did you have anything else to say on it before we went? Nope, I think we're on? good. No, what? I think we're good. We're good. We're all good. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Where do we want to go next then? There's... You want to talk about the Pope? I thought that was pretty cool. We can go over that real quick. We don't have to spend too much time on that. Okay. People are pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else <laughs> to say about that. I went on and I saw an interview with him and on in the comment section in YouTube. People were like, the Antichrist is here. Blah, blah, blah. Jesus is coming, guys. So let, let's explain it first before we get into the comments. Okay, sorry. Um, 
basically the basically the Pope just came out and is putting out more support for LGBT. Mm-hmm. All right, he he publicly put out support for same sex civil unions. Yes. Um. So he's he, a very progressive Pope. Very progressive Pope, and people are losing their goddamn minds. <laughs> I don't know any other way to fucking put it. Um, tra- people who practice traditional Christianity are losing their fucking minds right now. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys say on it? I mean, I, I about time that someone says something that Christians don't 100 percent. A pope says something that they don't agree with. I feel like every pope just kind of panders to Christianity, even though they feel a different way. Like the last pope, I think when he got out, he was like talking about some other things. Um, but I think we need more of this, especially with how the world is and all the division, everybody who hates everybody. I think he's trying to bring some unity, especially in a time where politics are crazy. You mm. need to have something else, something else, something just to, all right, cool. Let's, let's, let's be friends, guys. Let's, let's get together a little bit more than we were before. And I feel like we need that. Like the NBA was doing that for a while. The NFL is trying to do that now. Where they're trying to bring people together in a time of crisis. We kind of need this. This is kind of just like a, Oh, okay. So we're cool with them. They're cool with us. But like you said, the comments were <laughs> the comments were savage. They were terrible. They were, they were awful, dude. I was like, it made me sad looking at it. I was like, man, people really think this way, huh? Like they're like, oh, the end of the world's coming, guys. But there's also people who like eh, these are people who like live in like the closet, basically. Like people who just basement never go out, don't want they just oh. Yeah. And, I guess so. It did, it made me sad looking at all those comments. I was like, man, that that makes me that you know, it's just people really think this way about you know have these views about people about gay people, and um, it's just sad, you know. Well, we gotta start somewhere. Huh? We gotta start somewhere. Well, yeah, of course, and I, I do think it's a good thing, you know. It's gonna um, be horrible at first. I think that more more pastors more um, should come out and say stuff like that mm-hmm. you know because there's there's only people are going to hold on to these views until people um the people in power you know start to start shifting the teachings mm-hmm. you know they're teaching them certain things and people like to think that the pastor and people like the pope they don't they know more and because they are they're because of their title mm-hmm. right so if these people come out and they start supporting you know same-sex marriage and you know gay people then it could make a really positive shift in our culture about the way we think about them mm-hmm. so yeah no i i think it's a good thing overall you know i think it's a very good thing mm-hmm. and um if you're just against gay people then fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't listen to our podcast don't listen to our podcast motherfucker <laughs> No, but yeah, I agree. I think it's 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 a first step out of many steps that we need to take. But I just I'm glad we're starting somewhere. Yeah. And from here on forth, I think it's gonna get better. It's gonna get bad, but it's gonna eventually get better, and then we're just gonna start progressing. Mm-hmm. And it took until 2020 for someone in that position to finally say it. And I'm just hoping that after this pope, I don't know how the popes work. I don't know. How I don't know either. I just know. Oh, there's a new one. Oh, I didn't. There's okay. a new one. Cool. How does he feel? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is he cool too? Like, are we cool? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Could we be homies? What up, homie? How do you feel about certain what things? What up, Poe? <laughs> Call 
Call him Poe. What's up? What's up, Poe Poe? <laughs> Big Poe. Um, dap him up. Dap him up and everything. Bro, what if the Pope had a do-rag? <laughs> Bro, the do-rag Pope. Oh, oh man, that'd be shit. awesome. Spit a flow, ho. <laughs> Split a flow on them, Poe. Talk about these hoes. <laughs> and that'd be, that'd be hilarious. Oh. What if a Pope slipped up and cussed uh-huh. on TV? If a Pope just slipped up and just cursed. Oh, my God. I'd be... I would love to see how the world reacts. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think that's all we need to talk about the Pope. I just wanted to mention it. I think it was a really good. Yeah, step. it was. And it was it was worth mentioning. Um, Where do you want to go from here? All right. Um, we have like maybe one more topic. I guess we could do. You want to do the social dilemma? There's also also the oxycotton uh, Purdue. Ah, oh, I know. I want to talk about that too. Okay, let's talk about that. I'm more interested. Actually, I'm more interested to talk about oxycotton. that. Than social dilemma at the moment. Okay, because I actually went out and did a lot of research on that. All right, so let's let's dive right into it then. Uh, the basis of it, uh, the the makers of OxyContin have been sued finally. Yeah. Um, for their their misuses of the product. They 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 pleaded guilty, um, and they have they settled for eight billion dollars. Yeah, eight point three billion. It's not. I don't. I believe it's not final the terms aren't final yet but that's what they have right now Mm -hmm. but go on and ah, i took a screenshot of it too let me get this up real quick so they finally they did plead guilty to the 8.3 million like you just said about time but let's see it was the purdue pharma they they helped fuel the opioid crisis in america and if anybody doesn't know too much about opioids, they are used for pain. They're a painkiller. They're a very strong painkiller. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very addictive. And the opioid crisis is probably the most uh, addictive crisis we've ever had in America in terms of drugs because they're legal. Yeah, it's made it. It's made, it, it's made this crisis in particular is very tough because a lot of it's happening legally as far as getting you get prescribed a drug by the doctor and then you get hooked on that drug Mm -hmm. so that's what makes it so scary and so big what makes it scary is that your doctor wants you to take it Mm -hmm. but you're supposed to trust what your doctor says right Mm -hmm. but it's it's a double edge so like oh my doctor says this but the doctor's making money off of this the doctor wants you to give him your money, basically. Mm-hmm. So you get to this point where it's just like, what do you believe then? If this is all I can do to relieve my pain, what am I supposed to do? My doctor said it. Well, am I supposed to listen to my doctor now? Then there's a huge issue happens between medica- uh, medicine, medical doctors. I, I can see this becoming an even deeper problem to where people don't even want to go to the doctor anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of already happening, you know? Like there's so many people who know yeah. that this is addictive and this is an issue. That like, <laughs> this is becoming such an issue that people know about it already that it, it's about time someone does something about it. And I think this is going to help out a lot. Mm-hmm. What's the real, how do you solve this problem though, you know, because you want people to want this. And what, how else then by making an addictive drug that your body craves? Uh, it's, it's the way the system is set up. Right, we have. We like to privatize medicine, and we we privatize um, the production of these 
um, these drugs and privatize the way they get sold. Um, and the private sector takes part of that, right? So, for example, mm-hmm. the Oxycontin was developed um, and then the Sackler family, right, who is behind, who owns the company, Purdue Company, mm-hmm. um, they had control they had the control of the production right mm-hmm. and they wanted to make money off of this drug and so they sold it to hospitals mm-hmm. right well they were thinking about their final their bottom line so there's a report out that Richard Sackler himself which is a big reason why I don't think this is going to be enough, right, to call for justice. Richard Sackler himself was coaching doctors and hospitals on how to push it. Mm-hmm. He was asking the creator of this drug, you know, if they could, if there's any way they could make it over the counter, like you could get it like aspirin or something. <laughs> And then the guy was like, that would be a horrible idea. And he goes, but what would it do for our bottom line, though? Right? Mm -hmm. So we had this system set up in the way that fucking dickholes like this guy can make billions of fucking dollars off an addictive drug like this. Well, let's talk about 8.3 billion is nothing to what they make in a year to a few years. This I don't think well, they have to. I also read that they have to give up the rights to their company and any money that's been made. They have to push it towards um, solving the, the epidemic mm-hmm. of the opioid crisis. This is a good start. Um, however, there was somebody who was talking about how that's not enough. And, and they're talking about how all the families who were affected should get some of that money. And I thought, hey. That's a pretty good fucking idea there. And I did the calculation. 450,000 deaths were calculated oh, off of this shit. Yeah. 450,000 deaths. Uh, total? Or was that just in a year? That was in total. Okay. Right? I, I believe. That was the report. I don't... Rough estimate. Okay. Okay. 450,000 deaths. 8.3 billion. I did math. It's about... Assuming that they're all different families, mm-hmm. that each individual family would get money. Mm-hmm. That's about $200,000. Almost. It was a little, little below. Almost $200,000 per family. Uh-huh. But I'm just margin of error. I'm sure there's some people who are related or some people, you know. So, I mean, but they get hundreds of thousands of dollars for that. And I don't think that's a horrible idea. It's not bad. It doesn't make up for the, the family memory lost. No. Of course. But it's a, it's a start. It's, it's going to help them out a lot. And the Sacklers, at least, at least Richard Sackler, should be in fucking prison. At least. Mm-hmm. Because there is evidence, emails of this shit, of him coaching people how to sell it. Coach, uh, him knowing that this shit was addictive. Mm-hmm. And still trying to push it. Mm-hmm. Being a businessman over being sympathetic and empathetic towards the issue. The company 
admitted, the company itself admitted to paying doctors to write prescriptions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucked up. Um, so, yeah, this is, it's a fucked up thing that's happening with, that happened with Oxycontin. Um, there's more awareness about it now. The biggest, the biggest uh, opioid that's killing people right now, though, is fentanyl. Mm-hmm. That's something, you know, it's something that's it's what killed Mac Miller. It's mm-hmm. what killed a lot of other big stars and names. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's more in the spotlight right now of how to solve. But I'm glad that at least this one is getting sort of resolved. Mm-hmm. And to start to a bigger issue. Huh? To start to a bigger issue. Yeah. That's just any painkillers, Vicodin, fentanyl, like you said, too. There's other, just plenty of, of muscle pain relaxers. Yeah. Pain painkillers are, be very wary of what you're taking. Ask your doctor, what is this? I did, what is it having it? And then if you, if and you look it up yourself, yeah, go I, look it up yourself. Do your research on everything you take. Do your research on it and then. If you're feeling like shit or you're feeling like, you know, something's up with it, don't take it. Just mm-hmm. aspirin and Tylenol and just go. It's just the biggest issue is just when your body gets used to it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, okay, I'll just, I'll just take two tonight. Yeah. I'll just take two and a half tomorrow. I'll just take three tonight. Like, that is, it's, it's a cycle. That's horrible. I, it's so bad, man. I'm so glad that something's finally happened, though. It's taken... This long for it to happen. It's it's been how long? I think like 20, 30 years since they started selling Oxycontin in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, so about twenty twenty four years. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but it's 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 going somewhere. But like I said, I I don't think at least until Richard Sackler's in prison, there's no justice done on that one. Um, don't want to spend too much time on it because we have a couple more things to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else you have to say on it? Good. All right. Let's talk about Reason real quick. How did you feel about the album? Dude, the album was fucking great. How much I hate him. That album was awesome. Mm-hmm. You have to go listen to it. Um, and I know you don't like him because of his lyric about Mac Miller. Don't bring up Mac Miller's name. <laughs> don't, don't ever. Why would you rap about him? <laughs> Why would you rap about someone who's passed away already and use him as an example for a metaphor you're trying to create? I, mm. I think it's so disrespectful that artists everything to do this. No one brings up Michael Jackson's name. No one's bringing up Whitney Houston. No one, th- th- don't even think about it. Don't. Like, especially this recent and this influential as a person and how he passed away. Again, his, his, the way he passed away was an accidental overdose of a drug that was laced with fentanyl. Yeah. Laced. And the people who gave it to them are, are arrested, right? They're behind bars. But why? why? Just. Well, like, I. Uh, there's he, no point. He tried to explain it. He tried. I told you to look at his explanation. You told me about it. You told me what he said. His basic explanation was the songs about what the industry does to people and how even the best of people can get sucked into the dark side of it. And he was basically, he said Mac Miller's name because he saw Mac Miller as such a great, good human being who just got sucked into the dark side of the industry. But that's not what happened. He, he didn't start taking these jokes because the well, industry. No, but Mac Miller did have a very public... Um, Drug addiction. He had a drug addiction that was really bad, yes. But I don't even think you can say it's because of the industry either, though. Okay, if you don't know who we're talking about, Reason is a rapper on TDE. 
right, on Top Dog Entertainment. Um, he put out a song. He put out a brand new album. Um, very good album, in my opinion. But he has a song on there that he references Mac Miller. And got a, he got a lot of heat for it. And um, I can't remember the exact line. I should have had the exact line. But his explanation was that the industry gets people, you know, people come into the industry and they get addicted to drugs or they get these bad habits and uh, the industry fucks them up. Mm-hmm. And the point, he, the reason he mentioned Mac Miller was because he thought he was such a good human being that even someone as good as Mac Miller can get fucked up by the industry. And he believes that the music industry has a lot to do with his drug addiction in the first place. He always kind of had issues before he was even a big rapper. Though. That's the thing. Like if he had, he has vlogs and, and uh, just live videos of everything he was doing before he was a big artist. I've seen them all. I've seen every single video on it. It's on his YouTube still. Um, every time he would just go out on tours, like little small tours on a bus with people he like he was best friends with. He was drinking every night. He was smoking a cigarette in the morning with a cup of coffee. He smoking weed. All it like, I I don't know what other hard drugs he did. I know he did definitely did do hard drugs when he was a lot younger. But it's just a, it's an issue he always dealt with. I'm not saying the industry helped, but I don't think the industry is what pushed him to do even harder drugs. He did have an issue for a while, which he did get help for. He was sober for a really long time, and he was still sober for a really long time. When you watch the timeline of everything that was happening with him, most people don't go through this issue when it comes to heartbreak, right? You get your heart broken. You cry about it for a while. You don't talk to people for a while. You, you probably drink a little bit more than you should. Mac Miller was so emotional as a person that when what came out, he was with Ariana Grande for a little while. Um, they broke up because he was partying. He was going out doing things and she didn't want to be there to take care of him while he was doing it. And it broke his heart. It sucked. So when this was happening, around the same time when his album just dropped, like maybe a month, not even later, is no what was it? it was like a few months after his album dropped um swimming yeah one of his best albums to ever come out probably his best album i, I believe i i love swimming i also love uh listening to music with the sound off uh good am i, I love everything he's ever done mm-hmm. um when this came out he was in a very dark place after like that this breakup he he's very emotional when this happened this breakup is also around the time that this came out that he overdosed I'm not saying that she's the reason why he overdosed, mm-hmm. but it definitely played a big part in him going back to his old ways because he was in a very dark place after that breakup. He still made music on the side. He had a few things he was working on, which is what Circles was kind of based around because he had like a three-part thing he was going to do with swimming. Swimming and Circles and then around and around. That was going to be his three-part everything. Around the time that he passed away, he was not in a good place after that breakup. And I mean, when you at least from the public eye, he was madly in love with Ariana. Like they were, they were an amazing couple together, and it was very unexpected. And maybe it wasn't just the breakup, because as soon as they broke up, she was engaged to Pete Davidson. Not even a few weeks later, this wasn't easy on him. A lot of things were going for it. I do not blame the industry as much as I maybe blame a breakup with the wrong dealer at the wrong time in the wrong place. I don't. I can't put my finger on one thing I was specifically, but. I don't like that he used the metaphor as Mac in the industry when there is more personal things going on in his life than just the industry. He loved music. He loved who he worked for. That was never an issue. He did have that issue a little while back before, though. He did get in a car accident is what it was. He was drunk, and I think he was high on something, 
and he got in a really bad car accident that like was really public. And after that, he he went to rehab. He did his thing. But I don't. I can't say it was the music industry. It wasn't at all. This, this wasn't that kind of situation. Oh, well, he was trying to explain though that it definitely doesn't help the culture mm-hmm. in the music industry. Oh, right? I agree. There's a lot of rappers that just go in and they. Like, oh, I can't do a song unless I'm smoking a blunt or if I need to, you know, drink a bottle of Henny. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was his main thing. You know, the, the, the culture in the industry doesn't help, you know, mm-hmm. in that sense. But I don't think the culture influenced Mac Miller. I kind of think just who he was as a person. Mm. Well, yeah, drug, drug addiction is very complicated. It's usually, you know, usually st- it. 99% of the time it stems from, you know, emotional, some, you're going through something, mm-hmm. right? And it's just a way for you to cope. Mm-hmm. So, um, Besides yeah, the shitty line, though, you think you like the album? Yeah, but outside of the shitty line, I mean, um, it was a pretty good album. If you can look past it, <laughs> it is a very, very good album. Mm-hmm. I heard, uh, I heard a couple people talking about it on on social media about the recent album and I was like they said it was good I went to go listen to it the first time I was like hmm good doesn't really do it justice this is a pretty fucking great album like it's very good very well produced um if you're in if you are a rap fan and you are really into you know wordplay flow switches um flow structures you know this is the album for you and deep concepts he's got it all in there so it's a very very good album. The the beats are very minimal, I'll say, as far as like there's a light like synth in the back in the back, and then you got your you got your drums and your 808s and your bass, but there's not too much going on in the beats. Mm-hmm. But it it works. He makes it work. That's his sound throughout the album. It's very dark sounding, but um, he has a very strong voice for it, and. Um, it's just a very good it reminds you i've never listened to reason before this this is the first piece of work i've listened from him and i thought it was fucking spectacular so if you're a hip-hop fan if you're a rap fan that album is definitely a very you should definitely check out that album um anything else I'll listen to it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a listen. I, I I can tell you right now. I am gonna be very biased listening to it. Like this better blow my goddamn mind. You're like, uh, no, that was shit. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> I'll try my best to be as unbiased as I can with it. All right, bro. Sounds good. Um, uh, we don't have too much time left. All I right. guess we'll wait till social drama next week again. I guess. All right. So let's talk about the Lakers real quick. All right. Give your right. update on your Lakers, bro. A little update. He's not gonna take too much Before time on it. We're thinking about signing Derrick Rose. Uh-huh. We're, try, we're talking about maybe making some trades. Apparently, there was a trade in the middle of the season for Alex Caruso for Derrick Rose. I, I, I'm kind of glad we kept Alex Caruso then. But, you know, I would love to have Derrick Rose on the Lakers. And if LeBron James gets Derrick Rose a ring, he's my GOAT. If LeBron James gets Derrick Rose a ring, he is your GOAT? He's my GOAT. Oh, but he doesn't need two more anymore? He just needs to get Derrick Rose one? <laughs> Bro, I love Derrick. <laughs> Derrick Rose is one of my favorite basketball players still. I love Derrick Rose. He he's such an inspirational story. You want to talk about inspiration? Just look at everything that man went through from childhood yeah. to now. My goodness. Yeah. And he should have been the best point guard of all time. He should have been. Those injuries. Ha, ah, those fucking injuries. They really fucked up his career. Ruined oh, yeah. his his trajectory his trajectory. He well. would have been a top three point guard. He yeah. would have been up there with magic. Easy. Yeah. But the injuries. Now he's just a really, really good 
third option, second option, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if he gets on the Lakers and LeBron wins him a ring, that's my goat. LeBron's <laughs> my goat. I'm putting him over Jordan all day long. Oh, I'll be so happy. Yeah. You know, actually, Jordan did come out talking about um, how he doesn't like that these teams are so divided or uh, undivided, but how teams have two to three superstars and how it, it just ruins the game and how you're going to have 28 teams who suck and two teams who are really good. But then I heard people giving him shit about it because he arguably had the best team in the East when they were going at it. Like he had a few teams to compete, but now you made that same argument today. He was the best team. They were hands down the better team than all the teams they played. So it's kind of like, uh, maybe he's just trying to set it to keep his legacy going. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he feels a little threatened. I don't know. Cause Lakers only had one of the superstar next to LeBron. And you can make that argument that Scottie Pippen's a superstar. Cause he's definitely a hall of famer. Mm-hmm. And Dennis Robin was the best rebounder of his time. Yeah. And Steve Kerr had the highest three-point percentage of his time. And I don't know. I don't know. You know, we, we can make an argument full sides, but I hope we get Rose. I really hope we get Rose, man. I'll be so – I already don't miss any Laker games. This is just another reason to watch every single one. There you go. Ah. Uh, Let's go Lakers. Is, is that all? Is that all your Lakers news? That's all for now. I'm all really right, excited. Bro. I was really well, excited. Well, you it. will keep everybody updated on the Lakers every single week. Every from single now, from ever from here on out. Every week. All right. Um, well, we got to start wrapping it up. Shout out everybody who has given us a listen. Um, you are great. You are spectacular. Um, we will be doing this every week, and we will be putting out new episode, new takes, and new topics every single week. Once again, my name is Joe Guerrero. My co-host right here is Seabass. Follow us on Instagram, uh, jrgz4es, and then a Y. And then you can follow Seabass uh, at Seabass, the letter C, B-A-S-S, underscore 24. Um, and then you can follow our podcast page, practical.thoughts. iTunes, Spotify. Oh, and follow us on Spotify. Listen to us on Spotify. We are definitely there. Give us a follow. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube you know, channel as well. The Spotify actually pops up when you just put practical thoughts. Oh, does it? Yeah. I, I had a friend come over and I was just like, hey, do this podcast. You want to look it up? Came up as soon as you put in practical thoughts. Did you follow us? Yeah. Damn. Got our first follower. Shout out. What's second, his name? Second follower. Sakai. Sakai. Shout out Sakai. What up, Sakai? <laughs> Wait, who's the first follower? Me. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll unfollow them, my bad. <laughs> um, but shout out everybody who's given us a listen. You are great. You are spectacular. We'll keep on doing this. Uh, we, we appreciate any support that uh, we are getting. Um, but until next week, guys, y'all stay beautiful, stay wonderful, and we'll see you till then. Peace. <laughs>